0: edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams
1: this
2: is inside sports with reed wilkins on 6 30 chad okay jack campbell practiced today even though we got Hit in the face with a puck last night. We'll talk more about that with Kelly Rudy in a couple of minutes here on Inside Sports. Just one game going on in the NHL right now. And that is the Sabres leading the Canadiens 4-2 with 16 minutes left in the third. Later on, the Rangers will play the Kings World Cup cup today and don't forget canada plays tomorrow at noon against belgium we'll have steve Stander on the show to preview that and talk about canada's chances in the tournament today france pounded australia 4-1 mexico and poland nil nil draw Denmark and Tunisia 0-0 draw and Saudi Arabia gets the upset, a 2-1 victory over Argentina. Those were the uh, four games in the World Cup today. Oilers game tomorrow. Our face-off show is at 4 here on 6.30, Chad. The puck will drop at 5.30 as they take on the New York Islanders. Hey, we got this uh, Air Canada fan flight, 6.30, Chad, partnering with Air Canada and the Oilers. We'll be sending a listener and three friends and again as i always say you don't i guess you don't have to take friends you could take enemies random people a mixture of friends and strangers whatever you want a listener and three people to vegas to cheer on the Oilers. you'll get a round trip with air canada two nights accommodation and four tickets to the oilers game in vegas on january 14th so to enter you have to visit the contest page at 630chet.com and tell us how you would cheer on the orders in Vegas. I feel like that could go a lot of different directions, Kellen. Oh, it could. How would you cheer? I, 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 who picks? Is it like the, the craziest way you cheer on the orders with Vegas? The, like, I, I don't know how they're going to pick. They just told me to say this to let people know about the... I don't know how they're... I'm not involved in picking.
0: There is a higher power than us at work. (laughs) There certainly
2: is. (laughs) There are mysterious forces at work. To enter, visit the contest page on 630 ched.com and tell us how you would cheer on the Oilers in Vegas. And then somehow we're going to pick out of that.
0: I would bring a foam finger and cheer very loudly. Giant foam,
2: okay, there you go. There's a suggestion from Kellen. Giant foam finger. Now, I will say this, Kellen. Given the context of the contest, sending people to Vegas for free, I think we perhaps will get rowdier suggestions than a giant foam finger.
0: I just put an idea out, Derek. Okay, yeah, you're you're starting
2: small, so there's room to build. You don't want to start, you know, big. Then there's nowhere to go. All right. I'm at a two right now. We need we, suggestions that
0: are like twelve. We or want somebody to be a ten. Now
2: again, you don't don't write. Well, you can write into the show or call into the show, but you can't win that way. You got to put this on the contest page, on 6:30 chat. Tell us how you would cheer on the Oilers in Vegas. Giant foam finger is the current bar you got to jump over. Yes. <laughs> I feel like in Vegas there are a lot of things you could do to cheer on your favorite sports team or just a lot of things you could do in general. Anyway, that's the Air Canada fan flight. Go to the contest page on 630shed.com. I'm sure we will get a lot of very interesting entries. All right, Uh, 7804960063. Another one of our regulars here on the show. He's presented by Sentinel Storage, Shop Canadian, Store Canadian. Head to centralstorage.ca, former NHL goaltender, now a broadcaster. It's Kelly Rudy. Kelly, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Reid. And yourself? I am doing very well. Doing very well. I'm doing better than uh, Jack Campbell, who seems okay after uh, getting hit on the bench with a puck late in the second period last night. I immediately thought of you, Kelly, when that happened. All righty. Because you played a lot, but you didn't play yeah. every game. were you ever struck by a puck or an object while you were the backup goaltender
1: oh no but whenever i see a situation like this i think back to my rookie year where and i'm not exaggerating reed i was literally inches away from getting a full-on slap shot right in the side of the face because i was not paying attention unlike jack uh, Campbell yesterday where his situation was so different where uh, I think it was Holloway that shot it and then Dougie Hamilton deflected it right so you're sort of not ready for the, the deflection by Dougie Hamilton I'm sure he was fully aware that uh, Holloway was shooting the puck in but not expecting the deflection so it caught him by surprise and broke his nose but uh, when I was in my rookie year I, you know, listen, I was fully aware of being prepared, but in a moment of, uh, uh, you know, just uh, unreadiness, there was a full-on slap shot by one of our players clearing our zone. And I was sitting next to the Flyers bench. We're in Philadelphia. And the puck came zipping right by me and hit the partition that was separating the two benches. And Gordie Lane was sitting right beside me, one of our defensemen. And I can't recall exactly what he said, but there were a few swear words in there. But he said something: "You are the luckiest person on the planet right about now." And I, I took that to heart. Like I always carried, I always wore my gloves on the bench for that particular reason. But I don't know why I was daydreaming. <laughs> And so whenever I see a guy get clipped, in particular goalie, I'm like, uh, that could have been me. And and I think, by the way, it would have been a much harder shot that would have hit me in the side of the face because I wasn't even looking at it. It's not as though I just pulled my head back and it missed me by a, a couple of millimeters. I was not even paying attention, which was silly because when you're on the bench and you have no glass in front of you, you better keep your eye puck at all times otherwise that could happen and uh man it's good to hear that jack was kind of joking about it and although he broke his nose i don't think he'll miss some time but i don't know
2: Uh, that's a horrifying story so glad you're okay and uh, yeah. I, I mean, you, you, we've seen coaches get hit. Obviously sometimes a yeah. player might get, get struck. There was an unfortunate situation at an Oilers home game three or four weeks ago. You, you know, a kid got hit by a puck that went over the stands and Rob oh, yeah. and I said, you know, sometimes it's like, Oh, pay attention. But we were like, well, like, the people in the crowd aren't NHL players. They don't have that no. level of reaction, you know? And it's not like you can – it's easy to just dive out of the way or hit the deck when you're you're sitting there, you know? Like, it's 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 scary when a puck comes flying at you. Okay, so
1: that reminds me of something else. Uh When we were in L.A. and San Jose, when my kids started to be a little bit older, I'd bring them to practice, right? And uh, they loved – especially Jessica and Megan, our two oldest, uh, Caitlin – didn't because she was still too young at that time to join her sisters. but um, And they used to collect pucks in the stands, right? Like all kids. And uh, I always told them, but you have to be below the top of the glass. Like you can't ever get above the top of the glass where an errant puck can come out and hit you. And I remember one time in LA, And I think it might have been Megan, our middle daughter, that she maybe was preoccupied with something and forgot about my golden rule about you being below the top of the glass. And she was in where I thought a a dangerous area and the drills going on in practice and I left my net and I didn't care. And I was over yelling in the stands about her to get down lower by ice level so that she couldn't get clipped by a a wayward puck. So it can happen. And uh, remember back then, Reed, unfortunately uh, the NHL rinks or all rinks didn't have the netting behind or uh, in those corners. So it was a really dangerous situation. I always hated when, um, whether it was myself or uh, my goalie partner, we'd, You know, we certainly didn't ever try to do it, but you're deflecting shots in warm-up. And unfortunately, every time, like it seemed at least once or twice every warm-up, you would deflect pucks out and it would hit somebody. And you felt just horrible, right? I mean, it's, it's certainly unintentional, but I'm so glad they have the netting now. It makes it so much safer for the people going to the games.
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah, and it looks like Campbell's gonna be all right. So that's good. Kelly Rudy joining us tonight on uh, Inside Sports. Oilers getting to spend the week here, uh New York City. Devils, Islanders, Rangers, uh here Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. So uh, a nice place to spend a week, Kelly. I'm sure I'm assuming you got out and that enjoyed Manhattan and area. Uh oh, yeah on course. your road trips. I love that <laughs>
1: and why not, right? Right. So there are so many great experiences. When I first played for the Islanders, uh, we were my wife and I were young. We didn't have children yet. And uh, we liked to go into Manhattan, I don't know, every two weeks or three weeks and just explore a little bit. We weren't into clubbing, but we certainly were. To some restaurants and uh, Rusty Staub, the old uh, New York Met. Uh, I don't know if you've ever, if you remember that name, Reed, but he was a fantastic baseball player. And he had this restaurant uh, in Manhattan that had the best ribs I've ever had. So it was a real famous hangout for celebrities and stuff. So we'd see celebrities there and uh, then we'd go to Broadway plays. And this is all done. Quietly, right? Because I didn't know what Al Arbor and I kind of knew what Bill Torrey would think of going into Manhattan, but, uh, and I thought it would be frowned upon until uh, about two or three years later, Al Arbor's giving us a a pep talk about experiencing all the great things in life. And one of his first questions was, how many of you go into Manhattan? And I'm thinking this is a trick question, right? And I'm wondering, should I put up my hand and am I going to be told that I'm not dedicated enough? Keep in mind, Reed, we were you know we're we're young kids but we're going in for dinners and things we weren't lighting it up i mean we weren't doing the clubbing thing and we weren't coming home at 3 or 4 in the morning we're just going in for a great experience especially broadway and uh and so I reluctantly remember putting my hand up, and there was only three or four guys. Uh Dennis Plottman definitely did, and we all knew that. But Al was like, see, that's what you guys should do. You should go and experience life. New York's an incredible city and it offers all these things. And most of you have never experienced it, and you probably won't after you're done living in this area. And it was great. It was music to my ears. And I had the green light to now tell everybody, come on, we've been to the city and and experience all those great things and uh and on occasion because uh you're in certain places you you uh not that i would ever introduce myself but you see certain celebrities which i thought was very cool i remember my wife and i went into a restaurant in new york city and eric clapton was in there and just you know just experiences you, you let's just say you wouldn't normally have in edmonton where i grew up right
2: well and i'm sure eric clapton was thinking oh my god that's kelly rudy <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he was. He <laughs> well, never know. We can't know for sure.
1: <laughs> I can't remember. Does Kelly play for the
2: Rangers or the Islanders? Right.
1: So he had to look on Hockey yeah, DB that's to figure right. that
2: out. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good story. Okay, uh look, the Oilers uh lost last night. Now New Jersey's beating everyone, I guess. But but still, yeah. uh I mean, the Oilers won five in a row, then they lost three in a row, and then they've been one up, one down. Since then, you know, I'm continued to continually left with the impression that there's there's more there for the Oilers to give. Um, Are they in a slump? Is it is is it time to have deeper concerns with this team? I'm wondering where you're at.
1: I well, I have concerns. I don't know if they're deeper concerns. I think that you know when you're tied for the last uh, wild spot. Uh, wild card spot um, with the uh, St. Louis and Calgary. You know it's a it's a concern because they're a great team. They went to the conference finals last year, and and uh, you know I don't want to get ahead of myself, but you know when you look at it, there's uh, the goal differential uh, is always when it's in the red, it's always a concern. Uh, And their home record for me is something that they have to turn around for a team that good. uh, And their one game under 500 at home isn't good enough. They've got to go on a bit of a heater here. Uh, I'm not uh, uh, worried about it really, but it is other than say four or five teams. It's a league full of mediocre teams right now. And, and so they've got to find a way to get on one of those runs because they are good enough, but this league is so tough i mean you look at how and i'll use the calgary experience yesterday i was in philadelphia with them and uh, philadelphia's lineup is completely decimated with injuries their top six or seven four all out and yet it was three two in the third period for the flames and then two empty net goals so this is a, a dangerous league if you're not ready and if you don't play to the best of your capabilities you could find yourself really quickly in this league
2: yeah i I like how you put that there there are a lot of teams that are are sort of just looking mediocre right now but uh eventually some you know if the oilers and i guess flames too are gonna have to try to break out of that bunch for sure okay kelly uh enjoy the rest of your road trip here of course we will talk again next week buddy you got it thanks reed have a great one all right good stuff as always from kelly rudy our regular weekly guest here on Inside Sports presented by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, Store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca. Yeah, Kelly used to uh, get in, go into Manhattan to have a little bit of... Uh dinner experience the arts or whatever he was we know kelly loves to go out to eat wherever he is so uh he had fun living on uh, long island and he had some thoughts there on the edmonton Oilers as well it is a close league a lot of games are close most of the Oilers games have been close you gotta start figuring out how to win those more often than they have been 780-496-0063 uh, we got uh, some soccer chat coming up and I, i'm going to introduce you to something called the national driving championship as well with reed wilkins is brought to you by james h brown and associates alberta's precedent setting injury lawyers had a great chat with trent brown from james h brown last week on inside sports the former double e safety had some uh, awesome stories about the 96 gray cup eddie brown remember caught that touchdown in the snow where he uh, kicked it up to his hands and scored on a long bomb and Ron Lancaster, the coach at the time, didn't like the players playing hacky sack before games. And then when Eddie Brown scored like that, he said, you guys can play hacky sack whenever you want. That was I mean, We didn't uh, have inside sports last night. Great cup. The, the fourth quarter was epic. That, yes. that was an absolutely yes. epic fourth quarter. Um, started, like, the first play was the punt return for t- uh, touchdown. And then it just didn't let up from there. I, I mean, look. I didn't know really anything about Chad Kelly (laughs) before he came in. Um, Has kind of a checkered past. If you Google uh, Chad Kelly trespassing... You'll you'll see what I mean. But uh, has found a home with the Argos and was pretty huge late in that game.
0: Twitter absolutely lit up when he uh, got put in in the fourth quarter. uh, Well, and I didn't pick up on yeah, I didn't pick
2: up on the Bethel Thompson injury at first either. I was like, why are why are they putting one play? You think okay, is this the change of pace guy? Yeah, I thought he uses uh, Prukop. We threw it in, costly interception, by the way. I mean, it kind of. Like Why would you take Kalaros out in the fourth quarter to run a, not a trick play, but sort of a specific play for the second string quarterback? Anyway, incredible game. I mean, two blocked field goals in the last two minutes. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. 63 Go ahead, Kellen. All
0: right, a couple more texts uh, on Oilers here. We got Kim texting in who says, Oilers play like chickens with their heads cut off. Slow down. They are much more focused when Dreisaitl brings the tempo down. Leave the crazy speed and rushes to the top line. Who can handle it? Thanks. That's from Kim.
2: Okay, Interesting, see, okay, fair enough.
0: Okay, and Mo texts again, says, Hey, Reid, I am confident the Oilers will get this turned around, and here's why. They have yet to play a full 60 minutes. Their PK is beyond horrible. Their defense <laughs> has not played close to the level they did last year. The Bob six hasn't delivered like expected, and our coaches have been maybe a little too soft on the team. It's time to bring out the whip and get up to expectations, and sometimes feelings need to be hurt. That's from Mo.
2: Uh, well, Luke Gazik suggested that, that Woody uh, is having or should soon have some very honest Talks with some guys. Uh, what what do you say? The PKs beyond horrible. That's yes. And, and like I or said, it's improving. <laughs> it's improved in the last two weeks. But yeah, it hasn't been good. Uh, two interesting texts there. Yeah, the uh, the gentleman who said they play with ch- like chickens with their heads cut off. I, I just think uh, again in the bottom six they don't get a lot of scoring. So you gotta kind of have a dimension. I mean, Clean Costin has come in. At least he's sort of had a physical di- dimension. Took a costly penalty last night. But uh, yeah, I think as the second texture sums up, like a lot of problems that maybe, like they're not horrible in any area except for the penalty kill sometimes. But they're just like not quite good enough. But it's it's all adding up to kind of this mediocre performance so far.